crazy in college either. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's, a, he's not as crazy as he is now. <laughs> what about you? You're pretty fucking crazy. If you ask me. You you are crazied me on any given day. Yeah, he's older than you. He was yeah. born in 49. I know. I don't know. This guy carrying on, he was hanging out with me. Believe so me. His last year of college might have been your first year. I certainly would have been happy to hang out with anybody. I had no friends. Uh, well, keep... thank goodness that fate kept you from Bill <laughs> O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, I was desperate for friends. I probably would have been friends with Bill O'Reilly because I, I had I, I had very few, very few people, and, and rightly so. Why? I was, because I was reclusive. I was. Uh, I didn't know how to associate with. I, I I just was not in my element. I was not comfortable. But Somebody could have taken you under their wing. No one <laughs> took me under their wing. It was really sad. But nevertheless, one of those people was not Bill O'Reilly. Hey, I want to mention that uh, John Hine, I, I, this is not my observation, but a lot of the guys came to me Hit and said, do you know about high energy John? No. And I said, what is high energy John? They go, you know, John has a TV show. And he's a sports guy. He does the wrap-up show for us where he's this, you know, I would describe, John, you know, that's where Hit Him With The Hind came from. Hit Him With The Hind was a joke because John's kind of very even kill. You know, he's like, hi, Howard, how are you? Yes, I like fast food very, very much. I like Chick-fil-A. You know John Hine. Yeah, there's not a lot of variation. In his voice, but... Uh, but they're saying the the theory around here is there are two John Hines. There's regular John Hine that you hear on the wrap up show, and high energy John, right? Is you mean what? even on the yeah. wrap up show he's not high energy John? Uh, no, no, wrap up show is slightly higher energy John yeah. than you get here. But really, where the high energy, where hidden with the Hine came from, is that sports show he does. Okay. Where he turns into a completely different. What is the sport? Let's give John a plug. What yeah. is the sport? Uh, show? It's called Loudmouth. Loudmouth Loud on SNY Network is the uh, regional Mets network. All right, here. so let's give everyone an example of high energy John. Yes, I would like to hear. Here's John from his TV show Loudmouths. Uh, there's a segment on there called Throwing Shade. John talked about Jets head coach Todd Bowles getting fired up during the uh, preseason game. And he was very angry about it. He's almost on Mad Dog level when he's high energy. Oh, yeah. He's putting on a show. Yeah. All right. Here's high energy John in action. I'm with you a thousand percent on this. This is the Todd Bowles I want to see. He should be fired up. I hate the mild manner next question guy at the podium. Be upset about penalties. Be upset. Show some fire because we know, I think, behind the scenes, Sal, this is the kind of coach that he is. He gets these guys going. And you're inspired by it. You want to play for this guy. You want to run through a wall for Todd Bowles. You don't want the mellow, polite, you know, soft-spoken guy. This is what I want to hear out of my NFL head coach. And I think the Jets will benefit. It'll be a better team solely because he reacts like this. Wow. <laughs> He's got opinions. Wow. He's forceful. Well, don't they, John has opinions. <laughs> well, don't they, powder, don't they powder his head for that show? Oh, yeah. It's don't you think that powder has something in it where they give <laughs> him some kind of peppy powder? It's like laced with cocaine. It's, laced with, uh, <laughs> it's like Popeye pills. with spinach. That's my theory. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> That, uh, that's not the John I know. No, How does, then, I don't even can't even imagine him producing that voice. So at the end of the day, again, to go John, back are to you it. completely <laughs> drained from uh, that 
They say John's just staring at his computer right now. Conserving uh, energy, energy for later today. <laughs> yeah, John, I mean, where is this energy coming from? Is this a new persona you're putting on? Oh, just Appar- apparently you're on vocal rest during our show. Yeah. <laughs> John, this is like a guy I don't even know. Well, you're almost on comes- mad dog le- angry level. Well, on the TV show, when it comes to that sports topic, I was I was pretty fired up for sure. It's not a forced kind of thing? No, I mean, I mean the show is loud mouths and you want to you know, stir it up a little bit. But one thing I do want to clarify, and I think even Jason will admit it, I, I have the same energy level on wrap-up as I do on loud mouths. I, you do? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I, I've I never seen you that fired up here. When has he ever yelled? He's, he never yelled at me like that before. No, not even about hit him with a high. No. I've John even dresses things. wacky for his uh, television show. He wears Hawaiian shirts sometimes. He once dressed up as Woody from Toy Story during Halloween. And he even dressed up as a leprechaun. They showed me pictures of it. What? That is true. Yeah. There's a whole other thing going on here. (laughs) There's John in his... uh, That's every every Friday we do uh, casual summer Fridays. And there's John as a leprechaun. (laughs) You're some leprechaun. Thank you. you. I want this John lying around here, man. Maybe we should call the wrap-up show Loudmouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Around here, you're like a DMV worker. You're completely miserable, but you really, uh, you really come to life on the TV show. This is fun, John. Yeah, whenever yeah. he's, you know, he's come in here seething at Jason. I mean, here you but are, never raised his voice. Well, it's not worth my time. Well, here you are on the, our show, you know, like talking to Robin about the, and, and me about the dinner we took you to and the yeah. food. But sure. like, like you see, you're more even. Were you impressed? I mean, did, did you open your mind up? Because the food there is, I've never had a bad meal there ever. Hit him with the high. I thought it was very good. Yeah. It's not that. my typical meal, to say the least. But did it open you up to the idea of some fine dining? Uh, no. No. You know, I got to tell you, though, <laughs> I, I'm kind of happy with the John Hine I have because... I like your natural kind of energy. Well, here, it's, it's a different role here. I mean, there there are plenty of people who go way over the top and blow it out. But That's, you've never been upset about anything. Sure, here? I have, but I tend to internalize it versus externalize. It depends Except on who it, when you're on loudmouth. Well, that's different. That's external. sports, Robin. Yeah. That's a whole different ball. <laughs> hey, Howard, the, the one time I ever saw like what you call low energy, John, lose it here. We were on the wrap up show, and Ralph pissed him off <laughs> really bad. And high energy, John emerged. Oh, I can tell you is John stopped for a second and the veins in his neck, he cut like the Hulk and he just goes, fuck you. (laughs) It's scary when you see high energy, John, here's an example, another example of high energy, John, you know, uh, lately, whenever there's a scandal, they, they use the word gate, like in water gate. Right. And John was very upset about this on loudmouth. John went on a rant about everyone using the word gate. And this is a John. I don't know. This is like (laughs) learning. Your father has a second family. (laughs) Because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? This gate thing, it drives me up the wall. Can we please put an end to adding a gate to every single controversy that happens in professional sports? Right. It was called Watergate. Do you know why? Because the name of the hotel was the Watergate Hotel. That makes sense. All these other gates, it's lazy journalism. It's lazy reporting. Let's just, oh, walkie-talkie gate. Right. Guess what? This is going to be Moose Hind Gate because we're arguing about this. Just drop the gates already and do your job. It shouldn't be called a gate just because the word is there to make 
makes a catchy headline. In this instance, the punishment fits the crime. The Giants got fined, as they should. McAdoo's going to pay the 50 grand, and on we go. Case closed. Here's where you give the Giants, I agree with you about the Gates. Here's where you give the Giants credit. The Patriots at least try to hide it. The Giants, McAdoo was walking up and down the right. sideline. Here with it us. is. Right, Hello. here it is. The walkie-talkie talking to Eli Manning. It didn't matter. Look, I like Antonio Gates. I like Bill Gates. I respect what he's done. But other than that, let's drop the No more Gates. This is a guy I don't know. Yeah. Which is the real John Hine, I wonder. <laughs> That's that's really me when it comes to that the sports stuff. You're that sure. worked up about the gate? But uh, I would expect you to be that way about television. When we were having that discussion about the dark episode of Game of Thrones, well, I liked it. I thought it was good. I think I went a little bit beyond that no. for that particular I example. Don't know. Was no, no there's gate. definitely two John Hines. Well, also, again, here... I have a different role, you know. Yeah, when you're normal. Well, yeah. Well, I'm in the back, you know. I'm I'm working on research and taking notes for wrap up performance. When you're on this sports show, yes, and you're carrying on like that. See, I think it's fake. I do too. I don't think you're that worked. It's up. It's not fake. I think somebody's telling you you got to get worked up. It's not fake. No, that's not true. Really? It's not fake. I mean, I amp it up for sure because that's kind of what. I mean, sports we talk about talk the sports is, on the show every once in a while. I've never seen you get that fired. Because there's up. no one really here to argue with about it. You know, it's more a matter of stating this is the way it is. Can the Even real? When we talk true. about you're in that football fantasy football right. league, yeah. right? You n- I never hear a word. Because, okay, we're looking at the broad, okay, John Hine on the radio, fine, this show is different than John Hine on SNY, but when we're outside of the office, and talk, you and I talk all, every, almost every morning about TV or politics or sports, and the John Hine I hear in the office is the John Hine that comes onto this John show. John Hine barely moves right. his lips, I right. tell people. Wait, John Hine's standing right here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This Wait, is, this is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hine. Hit him, him with the Hit him with the Hit him with the Hine! Can the real John Hine please stand up? This is, you know, I'm starting to see there's a new personality. I'm beginning to worry. This is what I've been trying to tell people. We've got a schizo in our midst. (laughs) Oh, I'm not a schizo. You know, but people say, what is John like to me? And I go, John is like a glacier around here. He kind of moves slowly. And, uh, you know, there's movement, there's movement, but you just don't see it. But, uh, I mean, this is a whole new guy. But slowly he's melting. I mean, like here's John, like John's biggest passion aside from sports is, te- is television and yes. talking about television. And here's an exciting back and forth we had about Peter Dinklage from the Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage should have died walking around through the, through the war and, and no one's stabbing him. I thought he was great. A couple speeches he gave, I thought, last yeah, night. Yeah, he's, he's the best part of the show. He's the only one who's a real actor. But I was looking for that all season, that Tyrion to come out, and he finally did at the end. Here, like Tyrion should have come out. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I like my John Hine. Stick I'm, with that. I'm also matching your tone there. I mean, right. if I come out and, and start yelling about Tyrion, <laughs> it, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, but when you loved that episode, we hated. Nothing happened. In terms of what being too dark, that one, yeah. Well, you guys were all fools, so, so it was it was difficult. But even to... that, you guys were all fools. Robin, how many <laughs> times? How many times have we put a mirror under John Hines' nose <laughs> to make sure he's breathing? Yeah. And and this new John Hine, it's remarkable. But well, listen, I didn't know he even had a pulse. Well, it's show business. You got performance in you, and you're performing. Look. If you listen to wrap up every day, I am fired up and ready to go. Listen to the beginning of the show. I'm screaming good morning, getting everybody excited. That's Hello, just everybody. Clint. He goes, he goes, good morning, everybody. And then it's yeah. like, today on the wrap up show, we're, uh, that's not true. <laughs> no, John does a great job hosting. I, I'm not, I don't want to shit on that. All right. Well, anyway, there is, but it's not that guy we have. It's on not that guy. Show. Is it that... fair to say this is John Hindgate? <laughs> this is Hindgate. <laughs> Hindgate. How Hold can on. you believe John Hind 
on SNY, a completely different person. Well, I can't take it. I'll tell you what. I feel for the wrap-up show. We should dress you up as a leprechaun. And then you come yeah, why not? We don't get outfits. We don't get anything. Well, I'm declaring that John has a split personality. Yes. But uh, if you want to see his other personality, what's the name of the show? Uh, Loudmouths on SNY, 5.30 every night. Was it Morton Downey's show called Loudmouths? No. no. Morton Downey Jr.? No. He might have had a segment. Called I thought that it was called like, Loudmouth. He was called the Loudmouth. He was the Loudmouth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. This is Loudmouth. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, John, how long have you been on the air with that thing? Uh, Loudmouth. Yeah, three years. Three years. That's impressive. Yeah. John's a shark, man. They've they've cycled through like a thousand different co-hosts for him. Yeah. He stays. What happens? He they stays. fire your co-host. Why do you call uh, him a shark? My first one, Survivor. Chris Carlin, he left to do a radio job. Actually, he was at WFAN for a while. He replaced Mike Francesa and then got screwed over by Mike Francesa at FAN. So he's gone. So he's out. And then since then, they've just been rotating people through a lot of the sports radio personalities in New York. Do you like that? Would you rather have a permanent host? I prefer to have the same co-host and I prefer to have the same producer. They rotate producers and they rotate yeah. co-hosts. Have it. you brought that to their attention or I have and, and and what do they say I have rotating co-hosts and rotating producers <laughs> no one listens you're, I don't have that kind the, of poll I think you're if, the stability of the show I am I think if high energy John uh, went in there and really read him the riot act no! I think I think you'd actually be rotated right out the door. So <laughs> but at that point, Howard, the lights aren't on, the cameras aren't on. It's a different yeah. story. You know that when when the right. mics go on, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely, it's not that big a difference. <laughs> I didn't think so. Uh, let's go to Jim, who is uh, shocked by high energy John, uh, North Carolina. Yeah, John, I mean, you say you do wrap-up like High Energy Han or High Energy John, but there's not one example of you talking like High Energy Han on wrap-up. Who is that? <laughs> I don't have that example. You're right. Uh, is it High Energy Hein or High Energy John? I kind of like High Energy John. I'm going with, with High Energy John. Hit him with the Hein. High Hit Energy John. What uh, around your wife? What? Uh, yeah, who does she get? I think she gets our version. Yeah. She I gets both so. versions depending right. upon what's going on at particular. Depending on what she's done wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can see the veins if, popping out. If we're out. watching a game together, she'll she'll see uh, high energy John, as you like to call him. Because yeah. it is almost like a Hulk conversion. It is. It is. Well, I like it. You know, Howard, I mean, I think John might be the most complex, odd mm -hmm. person on the staff. You know? I'm beginning yes. to think so. I used to think he was okay. <laughs> but now I might not let him visit well, not me forget in the that John has, Well, John <laughs> has a boiling anger, according to the guys who a hang seething. out with him. A seething anger that <laughs> is maybe coming through. Because uh, on the elevators or online at McDonald's, he is an angry, angry oh, man. Oh, boy. He has rules for everything. Rules, rules for everything. Rules for everything. And so, on the road, Gary says he has a lot that's true. of road rage. That is true. You do have road rage? I, def I definitely yes, manifest it in different ways. <laughs> I admit to that. Sure. Are you in a rush and, and, and then people are slowing you down? No, I just don't like when people don't obey the rules of the road. I see. So, and, His rules. <laughs> no, the rules. Not, His rules. No, no, the rules. Hey, John, see, I've this, been is where, car with this you. is where I would think high energy. John would come out when you're talking about road rage. <laughs> no. But no, you have to be in the car with him. I, having him uh, ride the bumper of a guy going This is making me want to take Robin for a ride, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the car with John. John breaks quite a few rules himself. 
He does. I mean, he speeds. He's a speed guy. He rides people, people's you know bumpers. I mean, he's not like John's sitting there doing the speed limit with you know hands at ten. And he's two. the guy who rolls up on you if you get in front of him, no, I and be- he doesn't think it's appropriate. If I you're became, in the left lane, yes, I, that's I true. became concerned when you were pushing people out of the way during the eclipse. <laughs> he was knocking into them. Yeah, he was knocking into <laughs> them. Push, pushing with people. Been people were looking up at the sky with their little like special glasses, right? And John didn't like it, and he would knock into. Was them. he just <laughs> trying to get through this yes. crowd? I was yeah. trying to walk down the sidewalk, and people were using their phones and trying to do the eclipse. And I was like, just get out of my way. Tr- I got to get to work. Yeah, but you I were so proud about it. You're like, I knocked into and, four different people. And by the way, that was going to work. I'm very focused on my job, working hard, <laughs> doing job. what I have to do. Uh, here is the example you were talking about earlier, Jason, of High Energy John on the wrap-up show when he got mad at Ralph. Okay. There's no point in me taking you today. The show is tomorrow. I, I mean, okay, that Ralph, should happen earlier Ralph, in the week. Why does the whole fucking world have to cater to you? It's not catering it's to me. It's totally catering to you. How? Because. You don't call me back on time. Why don't you give me this? How come this isn't for because me? Because I have to make all the effort to you to get to get so stuff done. So what am I supposed to do? Stop what I'm doing and say, okay, wait a minute. i got to give this to Ralph. I'm going to stop working on wrap up. I'm going to stop working on the other stuff because Ralph needs this right now. That's bullshit. No, it's, it's not, bullshit. It's and also, bull- I'm sitting in my computer. I'm editing all You should all put that, that effort into it. I'm, I don't put effort into it? Fuck you. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I, I sit at my I fucking computer. I'm here do. later than almost either. anybody else in the office. You know. come in at four o'clock, one day a week, work with Jerry for four hours, and that's your effort. Give me a no, fucking break. Yeah. Wow. I'm at, I'm at home. Doing oh, I'm sorry. Work hold, on. hold on. That's right. You're at home. I'm listening. At, I, I, I'm you're at home. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, you're not, at home not listening. listening. Listening to stuff, time coding it. I, I mean, I get, I get, I get, and then I come in and bring it to Jerry, and we sit and edit it. As I said before, I didn't say you don't do any work, but don't you? I didn't say. Hold on. I didn't say you don't do any work. Let either. me finish. But don't you imply that I don't work my ass off for that show. I didn't say that. You just did. I didn't say that. Wow. You know, uh, thank God we canceled that show. <laughs> you told him to say you would have blown a gasket. That was crazy. Jason wow. can relate to how I was feeling at that particular yeah, Ralph's, moment with Ralph. Uh, I, I'm, uh, yeah, Ralph I, can I do that to you. When Ralph starts criticizing your work ethic, and the tr- you do kind of And after it. that, I hear that I'm so mad at myself for losing it at that point. It's like I, I, I let the terrorists win. Like, I, I, I can't do that. It's well, a different time. You're let me tell you, I, uh, this is a new revelation that there is a high-energy John, but uh, I thought I pointed out, and everyone uh, can see high-energy John, on the loud mouth of the show. Where, what network? Uh, SNY. SNY. Okay. There you go, Robin. It's an observational kind I, of thing. I love it. I there love that go. there's a different John Hyde out there at the, uh, later in the day. It's what have we learned, Robin, that there are 17 different <laughs> John This is what I'm beginning to think that, you know, that John is one of those people that should be on Mindhunter. He's like next week, <laughs> next week I will reveal female John Hyde. <laughs> who talks like this. Hello. <laughs> I will be back right after these words. Yes, uh, JC, what do you want to say? JC in North Carolina. Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, now. You know, high energy or low energy, and I like John Hines, but without you, he'd be in that rotation. He'd be in what? He'd be in that producer co-host rotation. <laughs> oh, stop it. All right. Well. I love him. I love him. Hey, here's here's what you do. The most successful thing you'll ever do Howard Stern comes with the boys, not literally, but bring a chapter on each one of the guys that you have this special relationship with, because that's what people, your fans like me, really want to hear about. Your opinion of them, maybe a slight interview, the contracts that you All right. Thank you, uh, JC. What a great idea. How interesting. Yeah. A a book about the guys I know and 
what can what? you imagine if I come out with that book? How many copies I would sell? <laughs> how many well, millions? You sell one to each of the guys. People want to hear about your staff. On our phone, uh, thank you, JC. <laughs> thank you for the idea. I'll go home and write that. Um, <laughs> you hear about the guys on my staff every day. By the way, I do want to mention, uh, I want to be fair in the coverage of this. Uh, Alex Jones is on the phone. He wants to talk about uh, this Epstein guy in prison, I guess, <laughs> and I think Roger Stone and his conviction. I see. And I want to give everyone a voice. Yes, uh, Alex Jones, you're on the air. Infowars.com. TV, summit.news. The leftist occultists are being overthrown. The spirit of 1776 is reborn. Globalism is crumbling. The pedophiles are crumbling. Hollywood is crumbling. Infowars.com. Alex, um, now I do want to be fair and give you a voice on all of this. What is it? What is your topic? Is it Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein, you can say, Howard, the deep state goes, we want to murder babies, we want murder, Satanism, we want to drink blood and blow their heads off. And you can see now the people in the jail are being possessed, they're being taken over, they're being taken down by the occultists, and Trump is winning, we are winning, InfoWars is winning. All right, so you're saying that, I, I saw in the paper today, Alex, that they're, they're, they're claiming that the two guards that were guarding this guy Epstein, they, they did not check in on him. And they uh, allowed him to essentially uh, hang himself with a sheet. Clearly, and this is what the globalists are now being exposed as. They're being exposed as the people who desecrate Christ for Satan. They are purely demonic. They want to take Epstein. You see this? You see so, this? so when you say you're winning, what are you winning exactly? I'm getting confused. Here's what we're winning. The globalists say we're going to send you to prison if you expose our Aleister Crowley rituals. They want to take us down with the threats. But we are winning because Epstein is being exposed. Prince Andrew is being exposed. The anti-free speech monsters are all being exposed. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. <laughs> well, all right. So is that your message? Is, is, is there something? Uh, when you win, you generally get a prize. Is there a prize in all of this? Howard, I have to be honest with you. I haven't been completely honest with you. I have an announcement I would like to make here. Okay. I am joining Bill Gates. I am joining the globalist elite. <laughs> I'm now realizing that we need to dumb down and sterilize and abort all the white Christians, and we need to put fluoride in the water and genetically engineer the mosquitoes to spread disease and kill the people. You're joining the other side. Yes, and please. Whatever you do, don't go to InfoWars.com and get the high-quality fish oil and the Turbo X bone broth with free shipping in the continental United States. Bow to Bill Gates. Bow to Soros. For they are the rightful rulers of this earth. Oh, this is shocking. All hail Bill Gates. Wow, what a turnaround. This is shocking. All hail Bill Gates. All hail Bill Gates. Alex, I got to admit, I think what you're doing is tricking us. You haven't joined the other side. In fact, you're absolutely even more convinced you're right, and you are not joining up with Bill I Gates. I think it's, yes, now you get people who don't agree with you to go to your website. That's right. Howard, you are too smart. You know that you need the fish oil. You need the super braille fish oil with the brown chunky fluid. It's full of allergens, but it'll make you feel good. You're going to override your genetic mutation. Ah! <laughs> ah! 
was close because I almost got tricked into thinking he had joined up with George Soros and Bill Gates. Isn't that something? He tricked me. He's good, that guy, huh? Well, that was a, a clever scheme. Yeah. He sounds like that coach from LSU. Ed Orgeron? Yeah. I got tape of that guy. You know who I'm talking about, Robin? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Of the number one ranked LSU Tigers. I wish I had that right here. I would do it because... It's a perfect... Uh, soft swinging. It's weird. There's this guy. He's like, isn't he the most winningest coach? Well, they're well, number one in the country right now, and he's a pretty big deal. John, you got that package? You're high energy John, you got that? <laughs> and, and before... He was the high! And before LSU, he wasn't that successful. Like, he was a head coach at Ole Miss. Remember the movie The Blind Side? Yeah. That kid went to play for him at Ole Miss. How come at LSU he got so successful? What's the difference? I think because he's a Cajun, he's from LSU, and yeah. he's keeping all this in-state talent at LSU and developing that talent. He's fucking intense. He's exactly why I would never play sports. <laughs> yeah. He scares the fucking oh, yeah. shit out of me. I had a program director who thought he was like the coach. He used to say, I, like in football, I'm your... And he sounded kind of like that, too. He was like, I'm, uh, like in football, I'm kind of like your coach. And, I, and, and, and how are you're the quarterback. You're the, you're the morning guy, and, and Pete, you're the afternoon guy. And it was kind of like that. He would give us pep talks, and I was a little scared of him right. too. You got the package? I do. I have the Ed Orgeron package. Would you Would you put that together for me? Sure. Where do I find that? Uh, I think there's. Oh, here, a, I got it. You got the page? Yeah. Yeah. So he, as you said, is a head football coach of LSU, number one team in the country. They just beat Alabama. And he's a guy who could kick everyone's ass in here times a thousand. I just like his voice because he sounds like Alex Jones. He's got the greatest voice. He really does. Um, so after beating Alabama, who was number one in the country, uh, he gave his players a big victory speech after the game. Yeah, I thought he was going to burst a blood vessel in his head. <laughs> well, one of the players snuck a periscope of it. So he didn't know it was going to be out there. And he's the guy with the loud, raspy voice you can hear saying, fuck you to Alabama. That's the first clip. Sounds like Chris yeah. Farley when uh, he lived down yeah, by a like one of those crazy Chris Farley characters. He lives in a van down by a river. If you're an Alabama fan, their slogan is Roll Tide. So he said at the end, Roll Tide, fuck you. I mean, he was very, very He's fired, fired up. up. And is he, did he... Did his voice always sound like that, or is it because he yells so much? No, no, he grew up in Louisiana. He has yeah. that gravelly voice, but he's not polished, and he, he won't put on an act for the cameras. He's What's very the second genuine. clip? The second one, he's at a press conference, and he's talking about new recruits for LSU, and he stops twice during the press conference to tell his team to shut up in the background. <laughs> Tyron Davis, one of the first guys to commit to us and stay committed to us for a long time. Hometown boy, great parents, so happy he's with us. John Embry, another another great young man from Destrehan, Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey guys, hey, I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you. Uh, great young man, so proud that we have him. Trey Palmer, Kentwood, Louisiana, one of the best receivers in America. Excellent young man. We had to fix the line of scrimmage. We wanted to get bigger. I'll stop. Hey, stop the ball, stop the drill. I'm having a press conference. Thank you. <laughs> we had to fix the line of scrimmage. Went all the way to Michigan. 6'5", 367 pounds. 
Is he a big, beefy dude? He's a big oh, yeah. dude. He's a yeah. very brawny big guy. And I those love... Are the, I mean, I, th- those are the fucking guys, like, when I was growing up, I just, I'd shit my pants yeah. around. I mean, these guys, they're so intense. Well, you heard, you got college athletes pa- practicing in the background, fucking around. They don't listen to anybody. Right. He says, hey, guys, and you hear silence after he yells at them. Oh, my God. He's a powerful guy. He held a press conference when he first got hired in 2016, and he got actually got emotional. When he was thanking his parents. That's the next clip. I'd like to hear that. Obviously, but it's not about me. It's about the people of Louisiana. It's about LSU, about all of us pulling together one team, one heartbeat. Last of all, I'd like to thank my mom. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mom. I thank my dad. Oh. Uh-oh. What did they do? You seem like an angry they dude. Mad I, am today. I, think, I think they made him angry. Is what <laughs> yeah, they, did. they made well, a mess. He actually, Howard, <laughs> so he went to college for LSU for a yeah. couple of weeks, and then he dropped out because he was homesick. <laughs> right. And his dad uh, made him work installing telephone poles along roadways, and that in turn made him miss football, and he went back to school, went to a different school, right. and then ended up coaching in a few different places, and that got him to LSU. Do the pros want this guy? Because if he's winning so much in college... Not yet. No. He's he's is he been, a young guy? How old is he? He's in his 50s, I believe. Oh. Yeah. And he... he's. I wonder what he sounded like when he was 16. Was he like, hey, hey? My guess is that he's always had this kind of voice. I don't, oh. think, I don't think he translates to the pros. No? Coaching. Why? No, I think that he responds. These these kids that are in college respond to him and respond to that. Right. Pro players that are making more than you as the coach they might shit on his they, head. Yeah, they might not respond to that same. Tactic. He disagrees with. You. He's on the phone right now. This is Ed. How do you say his last name? Orgeron. Orge- Mr. Orgeron. Hello, uh, good morning, Mr. <laughs> says you don't weigh you would be good for the pros like the pro players would probably just shit on you that is absolutely not true listen we beat georgia 55 to 3 we beat the texas longhorns there we got joe burrow here we got miles brandon there we got jamal chase here we got jacob phillips there we got cameron lewis there We're, baton rouge is stronger than any other team i don't know about that tampa boy <laughs> uh, what do you think of coach orgeron uh, john I love him as a coach. I think he gets the most out of his players, and you're not going to cross at Orgeron. He's 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 a tough son of a bitch. Who does low energy man speaking here? <laughs> well, he actually has two personalities. That was his low energy personality. He's also very high energy. If you talk to him later today on his sports show, he's be, high energy. Yeah, much higher energy. This man got to do what I do every morning. I wake up, I drink a two gallon of bleach, and then I take a gasoline bath, and I chug the energy drinks. I got the high energy. That's what you need, boy. <laughs> oh, he's got high energy, just not here. Actually, Howard, in 1992, Ed headbutted the manager of a bar in Baton Rouge and got arrested. The charges got dropped, but he dropped out for a year to straighten out from football, and then he came back afterwards. So he's as wild as his voice is. You're he... wild, uh, John says. I, I'm a little wild. You know, since the headbutt, I don't do too much of that no more. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing? <clears throat> they weren't running fast enough. See what we do here. We, we do the grenade drills with the team here. I get a box of grenades, toss them down the field. Hold on one second. <laughs> you better run! 
that. You got any more clips of this guy? Yeah, so he uses his energy to motivate the team, and here are some of his players talking about how Coach O punches himself in the face and rips off his shirt to get psyched before a game. Uh, Maybe some of you guys ought to start doing that. I would like to see that kind of thing going on before we start the show. I'd like to see Shuley get a little worked up around here. I'll rip this off right now, dude. Uh, Yeah, Coach O, on game day, uh, he'll he'll come in the meeting, he'll come in the team room or the the locker room and he'll give himself a punch in the chin. I tell him like it's a it's a, a real serious punch and he'll look at us and he'll start growling. He'll give us a growl and you know what time it means. You know, it, it's time to it's time to go win a ball game. Uh before Ole Miss, we're you know, it's first time back and his pregame speech was he came in, started started uh screaming, yelling, and then he chugged a Red Bull and then we got on the bus. So I mean that was pretty interesting, got the team pretty fired up. Oh yeah, he oh he came in out, ripped his shirt off. Had a red bull, he chugged it, threw it down, and it just it it lit up the room. It lit yeah. up the room. Yeah, yeah. Boy, it doesn't take much to entertain you guys. <laughs> yeah, man, I I I I see him in my nightmares. <laughs> One he time, drank coach, a Red Bull and it got us all fired up. Once coach uh, kicked himself in the balls, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, once Coach lit himself on fire right before the big game, <laughs> really motivated me, man. Sacrificed a child once. That kid, he, that kid sounds like he's been skipping class. Whatever that. <laughs> yeah. kid These kids don't go to class. Yeah. Yeah. No, Football no. is class, right. right? Coach don't want us going to class. Uh, coach is intense, man. One time, right before the game, he burned the Koran. <laughs> grenade drills because he fires off a grenade. Yeah, right, right at game, right at halftime, we was losing, so Coach threw himself down the stairs. <laughs> what kind of fucking maniac? <laughs> they should just ban that whole sport. Howard at the college he previously coached, Ole Miss, his first team meeting, he <laughs> tore off his shirt and challenged the entire team to a wrestling. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Co- co- Coach ate an infant uh, right before the game. <laughs> and then they got their ass kicked. Yeah. Coach was amazing. He chopped his head off, but the doctor came in and sewed his head back on. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What's this last clip? Well, you heard in that the players talked about how he loves his energy drinks. Yeah. So he was on the Dan Lebitard show, and he revealed sometimes he drinks eight to ten energy drinks oh. a day. How many monster energy drinks do you drink a day? You know, when, when I'm drinking them, man, I, I may go eight to ten. <laughs> That's amazing. Ed. Good Lord, Ed. Yeah, look, if, if we're going to do something here at LSU, we do it full speed, my man. All right. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I drink lava before the game. <laughs> Fuck the energy drinks. <laughs> wow. I, I remember, like, in high school, there was a football team, and I was a hippie. I had real long hair, and the coach kind of sounded like that, and I was in his class. It was a disaster. What, what, was, the cl- what was the class? He taught uh, history. <laughs> yeah. Gym and history? Yeah, like, he, he he wasn't even the gym teacher. He was the coach of the football team. Oh, but he, he co- was the but he taught and he teacher fucking, and the coach. He fucking hated me. Coach Caproni. <laughs> but in my and, school- like, all the students that um, were on the football team loved him. <laughs> and they all sat there in class, and they were up front. And uh, I just remember the guy. He just I was just like, I don't even understand this culture, man. I'm lost. It was just like... You know, he, he, like one of his guys, like I guess he was the quarterback or something. He'd go, Mr. Wallace is a good boy here, and he studied hard, and he did real good. And I mean, this guy, this guy wasn't from the South. I don't know what the fuck he was. <laughs> and then he'd just look at me, 
and my friend Jack, who sat, we sat in the back like JD, like we didn't want attention or anything. <laughs> and I had really long hair, a big ass ponytail. Oh, and this a coat, hippie to this oh, guy. oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. You hippie. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even a hippie, dude. I'm just trying to cover my face because I'm so ugly. <laughs> Like, don't you see there's a problem here, man? I don't need to be singled out. You hippies, man. The way you all out there protesting Vietnam. Why don't you join the football team? Oh, boy. Yeah, and he would literally just call us out during the, the, the class and, and make fun of us. That had to be comfortable. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And, and, like, I wasn't even a hippie. I just thought maybe a girl would look at me if she thought, like, maybe I was a drug dealer or something. <laughs> right. Or you were in a rock band. Yeah, in a band or something cool. Something like, cool. Yeah, nice. something cool. Like, like oh, hey, right. look at that guy's hair. It's kind of nice. Right. He must be a rock singer. Right. <laughs> I was nothing. <laughs> I actually tricked girls into thinking I was a drug dealer. <laughs> in middle school, my uh, football coach was a history teacher. Right. And when you sat in the class... You'd, he asked you a question, and then you'd, you'd answer, and then he would immediately go into a war story that he had to tell, oh, dear. which he spent right. the next 20 minutes telling the class about. He like, was, I, just, I just wanted to go up to this guy and go, dude, listen, I just moved out of an all-black community. I'm all fucked up. I don't know these white, I don't even relate to these white kids. I got the long hair because I'm ugly. You know, I'm trying to get a look together of some kind. My mother won't even let me wear jeans to school. I've got to wear, like, dress pants. And I, I look like Tiny Tim with the long hair and the dress <laughs> pants. I'm in a fucking crisis over here. Can you lighten up on the hippie bullshit, you motherfucker? Did any teachers give you any kind of empathy? None. <laughs> Not one. Now, you, you any of the worst? I had a psychology teacher in high school. They, they taught psychology. It's weird. Yeah. Southside High School. Uh, everyone there resented me. Um, uh, you know, the guidance counselor, I remember her, Mrs. Popper. She, I, I, I came there in 10th grade from a shitty school, admittedly. And she just said, you will get a D average here. She, she goes, you had an A average in Roosevelt. You'll have a D here. She opened with that. She opened with that. Thank you. Like it, teachers did not like me. It was the opposite experience of what my wife experienced in high school because she was hot. The principal, door, cried. Door, yeah. the principal cried when she had to go home. I go, I don't even know the name of the principal at high school. I don't even know that there was a principal. I mean, I, I was invisible. You were a ghost walking I, I was a ghost walking. I was a giraffe. <laughs> I was disguised as a yeah, giraffe. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't ignore him. I was He's a so fucking mess. Yeah, and you couldn't ignore me. This, so imagine, you'd think a psychology teacher would have some kind of compassion. I'm a senior in order to graduate, I just wanted to get the fuck out of high school. I didn't go to my high school graduation. I didn't go to our prom. No one there liked me. No one knew me. I was invisible. But all right, I got this teacher. Now, I was in a class full of these white kids, and I was only used to black people. It was like, remember when Tarzan, they brought him back to New York and he couldn't function? <laughs> yes. All right, that was me. <laughs> they put silverware in front of him. And yeah, like, yeah, I'm eating with Wait my feet. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> You're going to bring reality into this. No, but I, I just sat there. And, and so all the kids would talk about their feelings in psychology class. They'd talk about Sigmund Freud, this and that. And and the teacher said, it's required that you speak in class and talk. Mm, and I, she called on me and she would, I wouldn't talk. She'd literally say, Mr. Stern, what do you think? And I just sit there. I didn't say a word. I couldn't. I was paralyzed. Wow. I couldn't talk. So she hauls my ass in after the class. Now I'm like, oh, fuck, what's this? And I had just smoked a dupe the period before, so I was completely, I was completely chilled out. And she's going to ruin my high. Total buzzkill. She says, listen, I'm going to lay it on the line to you. I'm going to flunk you, and you're going to have to go to summer school. I go, okay. You know, like, I couldn't even talk to her. You she just goes, gave in, okay. Yeah, I was just like, 
And meanwhile, I'm freaking out because I have a job lined up for the summer. I'm going to be a dishwasher and maybe I'm going to get laid. Who knows? You know, and she's going to kill my fucking summer. And she's not going to let me out of this prison called high school. Now I'm really fucked. She goes, unless you talk in my class, unless you say a few words, you're going to flunk. I said, okay. <laughs> Next day I go to her class. She calls me. I don't talk. Uh. I won't talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk. She just made something up. I couldn't. I was too You're I was frozen. too intimidated by these kids. They all were like white, happy kids. Right. They really didn't have any And problems. they didn't know my pain. Right. They didn't know that I had just... And they were all liberals and all phonies. They hadn't known a all bad talking day about, They hadn't known a bad day. They're talking about how they love their black brothers and all this kind of bullshit. And I'm like, bullshit. You don't love well, anybody. Why did you say that? I was afraid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> well, I ended up getting an A in the class. How did I do that? How uh, did you do it? Did you bang her? What? Oh, did you bang I, her? I banged her. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. That would not have gotten No, I would have flung. No, no, no. I pulled off the coup of the century. <laughs> what did you do? So uh, I, I, I did go to her. I said, listen, you're going to flunk me, aren't you? And she said, yes. I said, well, uh, what, what's this final project? She goes, what do you mean, what's this final project? You have to do a final project. I go, she goes, I tell you what, if you get an A, which you won't, because I was like the worst student. If you can get an A, I'll I'll let you pass. Barely pass, but you'll pass. You mean you could get an A on this project and you'd get, what, a C? Yeah. Gee. Well, listen, I had to negotiate. <laughs> I was in big trouble. <laughs> so I get a, I, I, I feel, well, psychology. The only person I know who even admits to going to a psychiatrist is my cousin Jack. My cousin Jack, who um, painted the covers for all the uh, Batman comics and all that stuff. And he loved to brag about the fact that he was on all kind of medication and he went to a psychiatrist. <laughs> he, he loved about it. it. And even my mother was like, oh, and what's wrong with him? With these doctors and carrying on. So uh, my cousin Jack, I call him up. I go, hey, could I uh, interview you for my final project? And my dad had a recording company, so I had a tape recorder and I could even make record albums out of whatever I did. So I get him in a room, my cousin Jack, and he had diarrhea of the mouth. I just said, Jack... Um, what, what is it like to go to a psychiatrist? Well, he starts in, man, two hours I'm taping this guy, asked one question. He goes through his entire medical history, how fucked up his life was, how fucked up his family was, how fucked up everything was, how he had to go see this psychiatrist and every bit of it. And he goes into it. It was like a master class in therapy because my cousin Jack was smarter than any therapist. He had been to everyone. I record this thing. I know I got liquid gold on tape. I take it, I press it at my father's studio as a record, and I play for the psychology teacher in class. Still haven't spoken a word. That's right. Jack talked for you. Jack talked. <laughs> she heard this thing. She goes, oh, my God. I've never heard anyone talk like this. She said, this is the most incredible record. Can I have this record? <laughs> wow. I said, honey, am I getting my A? Yeah. <laughs> and she gave me the A, and she still got that record. I don't know her name or anything. I don't remember. How do you know she still has the record? Because I gave it to her. But she took it. You don't know if she still has it. Took it. She was rubbing herself against it. <laughs> oh, she fucking loved it. She says, I'm going to play this for all my future classes. Woman's dead now. Who knows? No, you're assuming. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, this, these coaches scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Listen to that guy. Shut up with that voice. You got to fire up those players. Oh, my guess yeah. so. If you can't get yourself fired up, go back to class. Yeah. Our coach taught weightlifting. 
That was the, these he coaches, wasn't allowed the to coach teach history. Nuts. These guys are fucking crazy. You know what Richard Christie was telling me when he played football? Oh boy, the coach had the kids pull their pants down to get spanked on their bare ass. I'm not kidding. Hey, Richard, come that, in and tell that story. They did. That coach should have yeah. been brought up on charges. He was my favorite. Charges. Yeah. They won every fucking week. Who cares? I love them. That's results. Oh, <laughs> results. Yeah, results. I'm quitting the football team. They start doing that. Gary had a nun who used to beat him with a, with a ruler. We had a, our coach was also the gym teacher, which is the worst thing in the world. Right. And that's was, what I was always used he, to, the gym teacher coach. He was really cruel. So you know how there's always that one kid in the class who's w really short? Yeah. He couldn't reach the pull-up bar. So the gym coach <laughs> puts him on the pull-up bar and then pulls the shorts down. Oh, oh, just, just to fuck with him. Oh. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You see his dick and everything? No, no, he left his underwear on. But, yeah. but there's a, a, a little person dangling from a chin-up oh. bar with his pants around his ankles. He's the, already humiliated because he has to be lifted up. Yeah, right. because they were concerned about the president's physical fitness. That's what it was. Oh, That's yeah. right. what it was. Yeah, they used to have this thing called the president's <laughs> physical fitness. That was fitness President concept. Kennedy's initiative. Now, when you go to school, <laughs> when you go to college and you graduate a gym teacher... You're a fucking loser. <laughs> so, like, um, you know, and, and, and they take that job because they're like, you know what? I'll become a gym teacher. There's no fucking pressure. There's no pressure. There's no way to measure any of this. In other words, you know, history professor is going to get fucked over if the kids start flunking. So you better be a good teacher. Math, same deal. You're held responsible. Guy is going to go into gym teaching. He's like, who the fuck cares? See that fat fuck over there? What's the difference? He's not only is he going to do that, Howard, but he's going to make his money because he's going to be a, a football coach and make extra money after school. So all and of a sudden, he likes to do. Yeah. So all of a sudden, what comes along? The president's physical fitness test, and the gym teacher's like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, they've set out the guidelines. All the kids have to be able to do at least ten pull-ups, and not the girl pull-ups, the fucking boy pull-ups, where you you know you put your hands over you know in the front. And and you got to do a hundred sit ups, and you got and and then the gym teacher's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be evaluated. Yep. Because if all the kids flunk, and now all of a sudden they're super motivated. Now they're throwing you up on the power, the, they're putting you up on the chin up bar, pulling your pants down to humiliate you, and now all of a sudden their ass is on the line. Think that president's physical fitness contest was the fucking worst thing that ever <laughs> happened to gym class. I yeah, I agree. I yeah. couldn't do the pull ups or the the rope climb. You had to do a rope climb. Yeah, fuck that rope climb. Yeah. Yeah, another thing you could fail at, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they all of a sudden oh, had to fix you up. Yeah, they came up with a... <laughs> President Kennedy put that in. I never forgave I the son of a bitch. Well, their, <laughs> their dick wasn't anywhere on the radar. Nobody paid attention to what these people were doing. Nothing. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared. And then that comes along, and now all eyes are on them. What do you mean there's a test? They <laughs> devised also, a test. There was a another test. They used to give us written tests in gym. Yeah. About who invented basketball, because we had to know the oh. history of every sport and how, you know, how do you get points and what do you get for this and who what do you get for that? Who invented basketball? Was it Double Day? That was baseball. No, that no. was baseball. Nace I forget the basketball. Any coach the KU Jayhawks. Hey, what happened to uh, your coach? What was the deal? You had to pull oh, your pants down? It was, I'll never Did you get... have to pull your own pants down? Did he pull them down? It wasn't me. It was three of my my friends, my buddies, yeah. I'll never get this image out of my head. <laughs> like, what position were you? Uh, in football, I was the Bend center. Over. I knew it. He's <laughs> the, the center. Center, yeah. I got a concussion. Did you I, ever fart in front of, like, <laughs> fart into the quarterback's face? I tried, yeah. 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 And you shit your uniform? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At a brown street. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, these kids, uh, from what I remember, I think they were, like, getting in a water fight in the locker room or something. They got all wet. <laughs> uh -oh. So... <laughs> the coach made the team sit in the bleachers while these three boys 
got on all fours on the basketball floor and pulled their pants down to their bare ass and their balls were hanging down. Every time he'd spank them, their balls would swing back and forth. Oh my, he spanked them? Yeah. What the? Well, this is a public school. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the 80s. It was in the 80s. But I'll never forget, like, I had to try not to laugh because I didn't want to get spanked, but watching their, ah, yes, you did. Watching their balls swinging around. You're the guy who wants to be chloroformed and be nude. <laughs> You've never forgotten the image, Richard. Oh, you love it. Was it was the best. And this coach also, like. But it's all based on humiliation. Yep, and right. yes. It's just crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'll and never then forget when it. these coaches get a hold of someone like me who had long hair and shit, and I'm in gym class, just, you know, and he's like, oh, wait a second here. Here's a nerd I can humiliate. And then they really lay it on you. Oh, we had a coach in the 80s, like rat tails were big at the time, where you had like the little strip oh. of hair in the back. He'd grab you by the rat tail and lift you off the oh, ground. No. Sounds like I no, saw him do it. Sounds well, like no rules in Kansas. No. Oh, and then one, the best was one day a year for football practice, we could bring a weapon to use during practice. <laughs> yeah. And my buddy... Put, took a table leg and screwed it into his football helmet, and he was jousting people with oh, it. Oh, and, and What I'd, kind of fucking football is it? It was crazy. I, I brought a saw blade and put on my oh helmet. My God. <laughs> like, kids were bleeding and stuff. I don't know how the hell we got away with it. How many uh, games did you guys win? Oh, not very many. We yeah. were fucking around too I much. Figured. <laughs> wow. I think you went to a prison. I didn't <laughs> know you played football. Didn't you hurt your back? Someone, I did. Was that, was that in football? In junior high, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I fell in a lawn chair that broke, and then aggravated. <laughs> Aggravated at playing football. Well, I mean, your football with, with fucking blades and screwing on <laughs> chairs into your helmet. It's like Mad Max. Well, I remember I got a concussion and started walking uh, like in circles in the field. I didn't know where I was. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> well, that was an exciting package. Very good, John. Thank you. Uh, that was, uh, what was that? That was just regular John. Not that was mid-energy yeah. John. Mid-energy John. I try to amp it up. It was a sports thing. But high-energy uh, John is on the phone. Oh. And he is angry at low-energy John. Oh, really? Yes, high-energy John. Oh, I'm not angry. I'm really fucking angry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, wow. Hi. Oh, right. I guess I should just sit at my tiny desk all day with my back to everyone and not say anything like a little pussy. <laughs> wow. This is a whole new... Oh, my God. This is a whole new guy, John. He's fired up. Yeah, he sure is. I'm off my meds. <laughs> thank you, High Energy John. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Howard's the only one who's allowed to bitch. My bad. Wow. How is this happening? Who is this guy? All right. Thank you, High Energy. I'm bench pressing 300 pounds and converting to Islam, bitches. Wow. <laughs> what? What the fuck? I want to see that. Uh, That's a little too high energy. He might be too high energy, this guy. What is it, Michael? You're on the air. In New York. Hey now, Howard. How hey are now. you? Uh, I just wanted to touch briefly on uh, Ed Orgeron's salary. That dude is making three point five mil a year plus hmm. bonuses. Well, he's under he's underpaid actually. Yeah, I mean, if you think about yeah. the kind of money that they make off of that uh, LSU uh, you football, know, football yeah. team, I mean, it must be amazing. Just merchandising alone. He's oh, gonna yeah. get, he's, and they got a winning team. He, he's yeah. gonna get, he's gonna get more too. I mean, it looks like they got a good shot at winning the national title this year, and they're gonna want to keep him for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, because Saban makes at least double that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guarantee you, he's gonna hit him, hit him up for a raise. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. At the end he's of this, he's gonna year, hit him with the high. He's gonna hit him with the high. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the high. In fact, in Louisiana, 
people are more into LSU than pro football, right? I, I mean, don't know about that. You don't the, think the New Orleans Saints are huge? Yeah, but in I mean, they love that LSU, right? They do love LSU. They they both put about ninety thousand in the stands for games. Yeah. yeah, they play in Baton Rouge. They call it the Pit. That's a place no team wants to go play in. I mean, Brent's a Florida guy. He can attest to that. Well, you know, if you're putting ninety thousand people in the seats, it's about time they started getting paid. Those kids, Howard, and the TV, exactly. Rights, you know, if the coach is making three and a half million, let some of these star players start making money in college. And ball. then the TV money they yeah. make, the that the networks make off yeah, of this I is mean, ridiculous. How is this fucking possible? Yeah, these. Well, these, it is being corrected. Well, they started. Yeah. What's that, Michael? If the team gets, uh, if their GPA gets like two point seven five collectively, he also gets another seventy five k on top. Jeez. If they make a three point oh, he gets fifty grand on top of that. Well, that's not happening. Yeah, he hasn't seen that fifty that. grand. <laughs> I heard that kid, the player who was interviewed, that kid ain't getting no three point <laughs> Did you hear him when they were when they? I mean, the grammar was all over the place. Listen to this kid; he's in college. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, on game day. Uh, He'll, he'll come in the meeting. He'll come in the team room. He come in the team room. He come in the team room. He ain't getting no three point oh, Mike. It sounds like something that Richard Christie's got going on there. All right, all right. Thank you. Like I don't. Here's the weird thing though about Coach O. I don't he come in the. He come. He come in the. Dude, you're in college. Fucking. He comes in the. Oh, all right. Whatever. I'm not gonna sit there and correct the guy. <laughs> 3.0. 50,000 50, bonus. You can get these kids up to a 3.0. How, how am I going to do that? He's worried about he's worried about the SEC championship bonus. That's the big one. Yeah. yeah he, forget these grade point average bonuses. The winning games is the bonuses he's going to hit. Right. Right. That's why these kids need to get paid while they're playing. Mm -hmm. Well, they just took the first step in letting them get paid for their publishing rights. Yeah. For their, you know, if they get to sell jerseys with their number or they get the, they're in ads or something, they can get paid. But they need to be compensated by the university oh, for yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Because some of them are, wind up with lifelong injuries. I know. From four and not years only ago. that, they have no real education. That's true. If they don't make it into right. the majors, they're dormant. It's around 3%. Dormant. They couldn't even get be a doorman. Doorman's a hard job. He, he come in the room. He can say, hey, you come into the room. <laughs> yeah, you you talk like that, you ain't going to be no doorman. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, let, let, thank you, John. I'm going to take a break. When we get back, I'll get back to these guys. We're going to clean out the computer some more. And uh, hold on, Rob. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back okay, right after. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be back right after these words. I meant to ask Seth Meyers yesterday about, he did this bit. Oh, Robin, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, we're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. I too, I. Great. So alive. We're beautiful You're better than Rihanna. like diamonds in the sky. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. We're beautiful. Like diamonds in the sky, shine bright like a diamond. Look at you. That's you doing backup, too. I do it all. You sure do. We're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. Wow, Robin. What an ending. What an ending. Oh, I didn't know we were getting another song. That's the, uh... <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get that song, too. It's like a double. It's two for Tuesday, isn't it? Except it's Wednesday. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I meant to ask Seth Myers about... Uh, 
I was watching his show, and he did this drinking thing with Rihanna where they went out drinking. Oh, yeah? And they were drinking, and they got hammered. I mean, it looked like a very open flirtation. Did you guys see it? I did not see it. <laughs> I no. saw some you of it. You saw it? Yeah, a little bit. It looked it. like they were going to fuck. Well, who yeah, was I mean, flirting with who? I, I, that's what happens when you drink, you know? Yeah. Uh... Well, didn't but, happen with me. I, I've had plenty to drink. Was it coming it was it was on both. It seemed like they were really? ready to bang. Yeah, I, I meant to ask him about that. I forgot. I'm going to write it down so the next time I see him. Yeah, it was interesting.